Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Sherilyn Sarkeesian LaPierre Bono Allman, better known to the world simply as Cher, is a true American entertainment icon. She worked her way up from a backup singer for the Ronettes and the Righteous Brothers, launched her career as one half of a Hollywood power couple, and then soared even higher as a solo musical artist and award-winning actress. Looking for the only recording artist to have a hit song in six consecutive decades? It's Cher, bitch! And now as we enter Cher's seventh decade as a working legend, the great pop culture debate wants to ask, what is the best Cher song of all time? If I could turn back time, I wouldn't waste it by taking back words that hurt you. I'd invest in Apple stock back in the 80s. I'm your host, Eric Resniak. Please help me welcome my panel for this episode, a veritable charcuterie board. Ladies and gentlemen, and flamboyant gentlemen, let's welcome our next panelist. It's Bob Erlenbach. Eric, that introduction has worked for me in every city except for Cleveland, where I just kind of hung there like some sort of a homosexual pinata. <laughs> I have one thing to say about that. Snap out of it. There you go. <laughs> Next, Marie Osmond gave him a rain check to see Cher live and get ice cream afterwards. It's Johnny Minogue. Yo, Aunt Marie, Sherilyn's back in Vegas. I'm ready to cash that check in. So will it be sprinkles or without sprinkles? Johnny, it's always with sprinkles. <laughs> and finally, we have an extra, extra special guest for this episode. She is the oldest drag queen living in captivity. And after the nuclear holocaust, all that will be left is cockroaches, Cher, and her impersonating Cher. It's the legend herself. Please welcome Aggie Dune. Why, hello, everyone. Hello. Hold for applause. Applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's so great to be here. So thanks for having me. It literally, we could not do a share episode and not have Aggie Dune on. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, Before we get to the debate, how does this work? We made a poll with literally every single share song we could find. Originals and covers were fair game. While we did not include songs by Sonny and Cher, we did include duets Cher recorded as a solo artist. Our listeners took the poll and picked their favorites. We tallied the votes, ranked the picks by popularity, and added them to a bracket. Now we argue about it and insult each other, all for your amusement. Want to play along at home? You can. Head to greatpopculturedebate.com and go to polls and brackets. There you'll find the downloadable listener brackets for this and every episode of our little show. Do your picks match up with ours? Do you think we should be shot down just like Jesse James? Let us know by dropping a comment on this episode at our website or by yelling at us on Twitter, Instagram, or Mastodon. Now, if you're curious about how we went from the top 32 down to the sweet 16, become a Patreon supporter of our podcast. Our patrons at the $5 level or higher get exclusive access to the warm-up slash part ones for each episode in which we work our way through all of round one it's like a whole bonus episode for each topic and it includes arguments you will not hear anywhere else and it's just one of our great patreon perks so make sure you subscribe today with that out of the way let's find out where you all slept last night and give you your reasons why and get on with these here debates we're going to start with a unanimous victory as the panel all decided to observe pop culture daylight savings time and move forward ultimate number one seed if i could turn back time stopping five seed walking in memphis dead in its tracks next the majority of the panel keeps searching for votes for two seed song for the lonely but i'm not ready to prove provide turndown service for three seed we all sleep alone just yet i'm not expecting to change anyone's vote here but i don't want alone to go out with any comment so i'm gonna go ahead and take it this was Cher's big 80s comeback album 1987's inventively named share it followed up the arguably superior i found someone which got bounced in round one but this is still a great track among the songwriters and producers for it were john bon jovi and richie sambor from Bon Jovi, and it shows in the 80s rock indulgence of it all. I love the piano riff in the beginning of this song, as well as the synthesizer descending scales. It's one of the few share songs where I actually enjoy the backing track almost as much as her vocals. That said, 
I love the structure of this song. It starts off soft, or at least as soft as guitar-wailing 80s rock will allow you, and it crescendos in the middle to this ecstatic howl from Cher, comes back down for a moment to chill out, and then revs up again at the end. It's just incredibly satisfying. The lyrics fit squarely into Cher's wheelhouse of a lover scorned who is moving on after you've done her wrong, and reminding you that someday you're going to get fucked right back. Quote, don't make no promises that I can't keep. I won't be no prisoner of someone else's needs. And you may have lovers wherever you roam, but sooner or later, ooh, we all sleep alone. It's share. Like, it is quintessential share. But that being said, I argued very strongly for Song for the Lonely in round one. I'm going to go to votes from my panel. Aggie, where are you on this one? I think I'm, I'm going to go we all sleep alone. I'm going to, yeah, it it really, you definitely made a a strong point. It it really does encapsulate that whole era of her in the eighties of that rock and roll and that like kind of F you to everyone out there. And it's um, life is on her terms and she's going to do it her way. So yeah, I am right. We all sleep alone. Sorry. Song for the lonely. Amen that we do. Let me say that. Bob, where are you on this one? This is a wild bracket for us because I think I'm switching to We All Sleep Alone because I think for these reasons, I think for everything that we just said, it is so indicative of that era for her. And I think Song for the Lonely is part of a certain era of hers as well. But there are other songs from that era that are going to be way more indicative of that era than this one. Um, So I think that it, at the end of the day, I think from a from a song perspective, it is a certainly a, a better song from a song construction writing all of those different perspectives. Um, I I argued in in part one. Here's the shameless Patreon plug. If join Patreon and listen to our part one um, to hear some of this. But the video for this is a selling point because she is smoking. Um, mm. So I need everybody to go YouTube that. Um, you know, gay men are going to say, am I straight for a second? Um, she's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> so She is. Yes. That's my favorite. It is my favorite, actually, kind of share period. She is the, so beautiful. The big, the big curly black wigs. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> the leather, the chains, the tattoos on the ass. I, I, I want to be that. I think she, um, I think she um, directed that video. I don't know if anyone can can um, can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure she directed that video, um, which is pretty cool. And I also think, also maybe you need to fact check me on this. I think they did remix this song later for the Believe album. That may or may not be true. I think I read that in my oh. research, but well, we'll have to get it, it back was, to you on that. That was it. Was the last track on Believe? It was a remix. Fabulous. Thank you. Johnny, by the way, why don't you tell me your vote on this one? Is it going to be Song for the Lonely or We All Sleep Alone? This was this was not a matchup for people who have abandonment issues, alone versus lonely. So I, I hope that you're with someone you love right now. Um, just, for, just, just to give it a vote, I'm going to give it to Song for the Lonely just for the fact that I think that there is something that's really powerful about this song. We talked about it in the uh, uh, Patreon behind the paywall uh, version of the show and I think it does speak to a period of time and a, it, w- it was part of that kind of crescendo that uh, Cher had in the uh, late 90s early 2000s in, into the world of um, dance music that she really took on for almost an entire decade so and it is very nostalgic and has a comforting feeling for pe- people in that time after 9-11 so for that reason, I'm going to push it forward. I'm going to put my vote for it. I know it's not going forward. I'm okay with that. Um, I think I didn't vote, vote for it initially. It doesn't matter. It's not going anywhere. I'm going to be stop talking and move along <laughs> to the next one. You are fine. Um, I, I We said this in the first part, but I have to say it again here. We are dealing with... There are no bad songs anywhere on this bracket. There are no bad share songs. I think we could have done a, a top 64 and not run out of, of good share songs. But we're we're splitting hairs and trying to find the best. And so there's going to be awesome songs, including Song for the Lonely, that go out in round two that you're just like, what is happening? But just 
bear share with us not bear with us and we're gonna see where we go so we will be advancing we all sleep alone into round three next the panel is evenly split between one seed half breed and four seeds save up all your tears aggie why is half breed all you ever heard i will keep a stiff upper lip and defend tears i'm gonna have aggie go first half breed it, you there. It, although it is cultural appropriation by today's standards, it is spectacular. It is her at the beginning of that whole 70s storytelling songs. Um, the visuals with the Bob Mackie, like, Indian headdress and riding in on the horse and just on her show, just coming out and being on the horse, bareback on the horse to do that. It is it is just one of those songs that you just, it just brings joy every time you hear it. Um, it is classic share it is in every single concert for a reason it you you cannot think of share without thinking of half breed um gypsies tramps and thieves and dark lady so those songs are all kind of intertwined together because of how she does it in the concert but um half breed stands alone is one of her like greatest songs so um it is half breed it is kind of like in the, the lifespan of Cher, much like the Star Wars films, this is her original trilogy, right? You got your half-breed, your dark lady, your gypsies, tramps, and thieves. And I, I would argue, is this episode four or is this the Empire Strike Back of, of Cher's original trilogy? Mm. But regardless, you can't deny the iconicness of this song. So I understand I'm up against a wall here, but I will make this argument like many of Cher's greatest songs. This is also a cover. It was originally recorded by another 80s rock icon, Miss Bonnie Tyler, uh, and it was off her early 90s album, Love Hurts. It did crack the Billboard Top 40 just slightly, um, and it is one of my favorite Cher songs. Uh, this is Save Up All Your Tears. I've already talked about how I love it when Cher is basically pulling an Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale moment where she's flicking that cigarette and blowing up the car are you feeling that your partner's ungrateful are they taking you for granted have i got a cure for you it's called share bitch and she is here to put your soon-to-be ex on blast it's like the lyrics of this song are just so quintessentially share you got used to my touch i got used to not feeling much you think that you won't feel the pain now, but your eyes will be crying like the rain now. Like, it's just she's slapping and slapping and slapping. And, oh, I love it. The piano, the guitars, the absolutely orgasmic ending of the song where Shale's just wailing about how her, her ex will be crying over her. And the backup singers are chanting, you don't know it now. You don't know it now. Like, the only thing better than being right is knowing that you're proving somebody else wrong. <laughs> Gay ecstasy. And it is a great hidden key change in the song. I live for that. But... It's up against the juggernaut, the iconic song that is Half-Breed. I'm going to put it to a vote. Bob, where are you on this one? Really tough because, yes, you have the juggernaut of Half-Breed. I mean, she's been an evil freaking diva for uh, 50, 60. How? It was 40 at the time when she said it in the concert for 40 freaking years. Um, but, you know, so it's, it's an iconic song. Save Up All Your Tears, to me, if... It may or may not be true, and others may or may not feel the same way when I say this. It feels like kind of a spiritual sequel to um, If I Turn Back Time, just from its sound overall. Um, and I, it's a great song. I love it. I, I think it's it's less of the standout for me um, than it would be from you know her, her trilogy, as we're calling it at this point, because that's how she puts them in the concert, <laughs> ties them all together. Um, but I'm going to go with Half Breed, because I, I just can't... I, I, I'm not going to pepperoni argument it, but at this point it can't go out quite yet. I hear that. Johnny, where are you? I actually had save up all your tears going to the final two. So I'm going to give a little bit of an argument for it. I think it's, it is of all of those songs of that era. I think this is actually the best one. It may not have been the most popular. It didn't, it didn't crack the top, top 40. It was kind of on the kind of on the side. It was in that period of time when pop music was going out and grunge music was coming in. So people like Cher and others of the ilk were out of they were just going out of style and unfortunately this song was kind of a victim of that i think if it was a year too earlier i think we would be talking about it in the same type of way the 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 lyrics are so powerful the key changes are powerful i think it's a better overall song than most of the songs of the bon jovi era of share mm -hmm. and i don't think it gets en enough of that um the recognition and the accolades that it really really deserves um the video is some of the, some of the most 
iconic images of Cher. You see, they talk about it, and I, and if I can turn back time, and they would be, you would think that some of the images that she has are actually going to, or things that you would even see in Save Up All Your Tears. So I'm going to, I'm absolutely 100% voting for, for Save Up All Your Tears over Half Breed. I see that you have your doll there, Aggie. I appreciate that, but um, this this is my personal thing. I know it's not going forward, but I just have to give it w- the credit that it's due, and it doesn't get enough credit, and it really deserves to be more well-known, and I will continue singing it at karaoke until everyone get, either loves it or gets sick of me singing it. Um, the other, the last part of that will never happen. I do need to explain for our listeners, as this is an audio medium, um, Aggie Dune, who is uh, a Sheriffinalia fan, I think is what we described it, correct? Yes. Uh, uh, as we record this, is in a room with with everything Cher behind her. I'm living. And as Johnny was making his argument, was taking her Bob Mackie Cher doll in the half-breed outfit and putting it to the screen. I assume, Aggie, you were making a statement. There is no save up all your tears Cher doll, is there? Because her outfit in that is crap. It was so like, well, it was go. so like, I got it at the mall. I'm wearing my little leather teddy with a pair of cutoff jeans with it. Ugh. It's not, it's I not her greatest look. H&M. <laughs> exactly. It's not exactly. So It's true. But the, it's well, true. I, I, they were ta- we're talking about best share song, not best share outfit. It's, so but she was talking about outfits, I give it to she's you. She's a fully visual like artist where the, the outfit is as much about the song as, as the, the video and all that. But I will say, I do agree with you uh, that um, Save Up All Your Cheers is like probably the best song in that era for her. It is a really amazing song, but it's it is it's tough to go up against the most iconic. So how's this? I'll I'll compromise with you. I will do save up all your tears at my next show, and so that more people start getting more exposed to it. So so maybe we can get it. To I trend. love this. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. We, we can come. We have we have a multi city resurrection of save up all your tears in different ways. So I'm 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 all for that. So this good is job. the gay agenda, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we spend our time conspiring what to do <laughs> to teach your children about share songs. So no, I love it. Um, even Johnny, even if you and I stayed with save up. All your tears, it's irrelevant because Hapreed is a one seed. It's going to advance as we're at a tie. So um we will be moving forward with that. I just have one last point to make on this, which is Wagon Wheel What Two Seed. There you go. So next, it's another unanimous victory, this time for two seeds strong enough, which took six seed all or nothing quite literally, as it booted it right out of the competition. The majority of the panel really does believe in life after love for one seed believe, but I am looking to pick up votes for swing and seventy song Take Me Home, a four seed. Johnny, breakthrough, there is talking to me about why believe should advance. I will go first talking about Take Me Home because I know I'm not gonna win this. Um but I need to have a moment to talk about 70s share because it doesn't get enough. It's not enough on this bracket. And generally, I don't think people uh, respect that period from her enough. She was a disco queen. She had some really terrific disco songs, some of them lesser known. Take Me Home is probably her most successful disco song, I would argue. It's the one that I think most people at least recognize. Um, it is fabulous. It is flirty. It is fun. And if you're not boogieing by the end of the song, I really genuinely think something is wrong with you. It's just infectious in all of the best words. And it probably led to some infectious uh, encounters in the evenings after the disco's cloned, but closed. But that being said, um, I'm not going to sway anybody because believe is, I mean, you want a pepperoni argument. Believe is the pepperoni argument of the share bracket, even though I'm going to put my cards on the table right now, like Dark Lady. I don't care for it. I don't care for believe. And I'm so eager for you guys to tell me why I'm wrong about that. But I'm going to guess we're going to go to votes on this. Aggie, are you sticking with believe? Mm, this is a tough one to put them against each other because I live I for the 70s share. That is like when she was just, yeah. she was it. She was totally it. And when she came out in her concert in the full beaded outfit, the bodysuit with the matching wig of the same beads, literally clutched my pearls gas and held my breath for the whole thing it was like <gasps> i'm in heaven it um it is because again it's where the clothes and the and the visuals and all that marry together with the song that it just makes it so amazing believe is that song that 
reintroduced her. So I appreciate it on the level that it, it brought her back into the mainstream for so many and that the song was so big at that for a woman her her age to have that going on is just I love believe for that. I know I'll get up, but I really love Take Me Home. All right. So if you had to pick one uh, for this matchup, and I will point this out, if it's a tie, again, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Believe I'm, I'm going to take, it's a one take me home. Take me, take me okay, home. Now, if somebody else, if somebody else switches, then we have some interesting shit going down. Bob, where are you on this one? I can't go with an argument in the previous matchup of iconic era defining songs and not say that believe is that and not make that same argument to move it forward at least at this level of the bracket um because it is just that one of those things i will say i love take me home um shout out to derek makita well who, he loves us forever pushing forward a disco song but um not here not now um <laughs> i um I love I love Take Me Home. I saw a really great performance of this in Toronto on Halloween way back when. And um, she did special costumes for that show. And none of the male dancers were wearing pants. They were all in their, their skivvies. It was so good. How God intended it. And God being share. That's what that's what we want. Yes. Yeah. So thank that you. That being so said, I'm pushing Believe forward. I, I I I completely get I it. I just have to say, I actually You're... bought one car. I bought my Range Rover Evoque because one of the keys on the touchscreen said "Take me home" is to like for the the navigation. <laughs> and I just bought. I'm like, it's got share in here. I'm buying this. Take me home. Take me. And I would say it every time I pressed it. She better get royalties every time somebody pushes that button. That's all I have to just say. Saying. Get your agent on that share. Johnny, what about you? Where are you on this one? Okay, so I guess I'll save my uh, my argument for another round. Um, so I was going with believe. So I, I have go ahead, yeah. Because at this point, it's actually a tie. You can go ahead and make your argument. I didn't think I was going to sway anybody. Oh, okay. Are we, well, I have plenty to say. So I mean, this is the, the game changer of Cher's career. I mean, there's there is nothing there's nothing else that really is going to live up to that. I mean, you have to think about first of all, there's really three reasons. You got one. Like, we're, talk about where she was in her career. She was coming out of her It's a Man's World period. She wasn't doing a lot. Um, it was a bit of a career quagmire. She hadn't been acting for about 10 years. She ha like she needed something to kind of jump, uh, get her everything kind of jump started. And she was told to, let's do a dance album, because that's kind of the way things are going. She was not interested. She was like, I've done a disco album. She's going back to the Take Me Home era. She's like, I don't need to do this. I've already done this. And, you know, honestly, it's a good thing that someone convinced her to do it, because it was part of the... Not only did it revive her career, it was in a way for her to get catharsis after when Sonny died. Sonny died at the beginning of 1998, and when she was recording this. And so she was able to kind of utilize this this song in this album to kind of deal with her heartache and kind of make everybody care about who Cher is again. There is kind of before believe and after believe. Um, she also created these, the song believe was an out of the box dance song more before that. It was like, you'd have the album version and then there would be a third party to go in and do a dance remix. They had this for to believe, but this was out of the box. You could play this on the floor. I remember being at, at the grotto in Northampton and would hear believe three times a night. I would hear two remixes and the album version because it still slapped. It still worked the same way that any other remix song of that song would do it got to number one in 21 countries and including america she hadn't had a number one in over 20 years this was amazing this was such a huge thing she had this her first her first solo it was amazing that she was able to do this. she was 54 when this song came out and we came to number one that was the a number that was the, she was the oldest person to have a number one album 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 and number one song on the billboard hot 100 um you can take it with you want about the auto tune it's a good thing or a bad thing but you know what there she that term Auto-tune for the first year was called The Share Effects. Mm -hmm. And she set oh, 21st century music going forward from there. Whether or not you say that's a good thing or a bad thing, it was game-changing. And there is no other song that had that same kind of resonance for music going forward than 
believe was. And it's a beautiful song. Just think about the way, listen to Adam Lambert do the, do the tribute at the Kennedy Center. You can break it down. You can take away all of the bleeps and the bloops, and the bowl. And it is, at the end of the day, an absolutely beautiful, amazing song that transcends genre, age, time, and all sorts of things. So that's my vote. When I when I put what's your religion on applications, I say I believe in life after love. That's my religion. <laughs> well done. That's an excellent argument, Johnny. And I, I was just going to let you save it till a future round because I knew believe was not going to go out. But I'm pleased that I at least got one person to sway for take me home, justice for seventy share. But we will be advancing believe next in a completely surprise matchup from round one because both of the favorites went out. Uh, we have six seed welcome to burlesque versus seven. The Way of Love, and I have no pithy little introduction to this because I didn't have time. Um, who here is going to... I'm assuming Aggie's going to argue for Welcome to Burlesque, correct? That you would probably pick that? Yes, I'm going to pick Welcome to Burlesque. Um, it is, again, that that next era of her like every it's sort of like she's like she's like a caterpillar that just keeps turning into a different butterfly over and over again and this was that other moment coming out into that to to showcase her with the the new up-and-coming singer of the moment which was christina aguilera in burlesque and then it got to introduce her to a whole new genre of gays to like worship at the feet of Cher. so welcome to burlesque is just such a great like fun campy uh, a great it's a great song to perform to because it's just you can just stand there it works for brunches real easy because it's like you can just <laughs> put your hand out and they just slap a little bit in there um so to me it's it's just it for a performer welcome to burlesque is just a, a great song to perform to so i'm going to stick there bob where are you on this one I am going to take um, Welcome to Burlesque. Um, when Cher said, follow this, you bitches, she was referring to Christina Aguilera. So I think it's kind of fun that she's in that movie with her. <laughs> Not that that's a reason to vote for the song. I just think that's a, a for everything uh, Aggie said, I, I'm voting for Burlesque. Johnny Minogue. Hmm. They're so they're so very different. They're such very different eras. I have to kind of think about this and um. Do you want me to speak? What's that? Do you want me to speak on my other? Um, no, I, I think I'm going to go with burlesque. I think, I think the way of love was a beautiful song of her air of that early era of Cher, but I think I'm going to go with burlesque because I think that there, she's kind of tying in the old, like the, the legend that she was with some of the new generation with X Tina in there. So I'm going to go with burlesque. Yeah. And I think I'm going to still vote for the way of love here. Um, it's a, it's a ballad. I guess you could argue that Welcome to Burlesque, it's it's more of a show tune than a ballad to me. Um, but uh, it's a great little song. It's a great little MC number. It's kind of the beginning of cabaret type action, you know. Um, gives you some insight to her character and it's cheeky and fun. Uh, but for me, The Way of Love is one of the only true ballads I think we have left on here. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like it's one of the the last remaining legit ballad ballad, not like rock ballad. And this is from early in her career. It's um, a showcase of her powerhouse vocals very early on. Um, It's not as refined as some of her later ballads are, but I still think it's super evocative. And she kind of comes in um, about two thirds of the way through that song. And she just wallops you when it kind of the big, Big, brassy, and she just takes it away and tells you about um, how you're going to be left heartbroken if you love this man just like you did to me. And I love the drama of it all. Um, But I'm completely fine with it going out to Welcome to Burlesque, which will advance into round three. Next three quarters of the panel are gypsies, tramps, thieves, or possibly all of the above, as they are pushing ahead with the one seed song of the same name. But Aggie is defiant in her support of four seed you haven't seen the last of me. Johnny, forget about what the people in town would call you and do your best to move forward tramps aggie explain why we haven't seen the last of me and i'm gonna have aggie go first on this one you haven't seen the last of me um as we spoke before about it's just that song that 
was the perfect song at the perfect time in her career of just every time that you think that Cher, we've seen everything that she's going to do. We haven't heard from her for a year or so as she's like kind of regrouping and figuring out her next move. And then this song comes out and when she's got to be in her 60s when she's singing this one. And it really just speaks to how it's this song that was written specifically for her that speaks about her entire career. Her voice is amazing in it. It is, it, I would say it's not really, it is, it falls into the ballad kind of category, but it's definitely that power, like F you to all of you out there. You've counted me out a hundred times over and over again. And I just keep coming back. So to me, it's that I'm, I'm still holding out for that. I'm, I'm holding out for you haven't seen the last of me. It's just it's powerful. It's beautiful. It's it's just the perfect song at the perfect time for the perfect performer. Excellent argument. Johnny, talk to us about Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves. Well, I'm glad that she was born in the wagon of a traveling show. I, and I have a whole bottle of Dr. Good. I'm just mm. drinking it right now, mm-hmm. which is making me want to talk lovingly about Gypsy Strength of Thieves. I, one of the things that I think storytelling share does in a way that is very stands apart from the rest of share is that it's, it's very unique. It's kind of, it speaks of the time, but she has a point of view, which is very different. I, you also have to remember at the time when she, this song was coming out, it was, she was like the Sunny and Cher show. That was really her, her claim to fame. That was what everyone knew her as. This was really stepping out of the box. Like who is this TV show that they do all, they just do drums, keep down. And you know, it's the sunny, it's that kind of hokey pokey, sunny and share stuff, which is funny and which is cute, but this really takes it to another level. She's talking about, you know, meeting a guy who knocks her up when she's 16 and then runs away and people treat them like shit because they are, they are not of that town. They are, they, they say gypsies and they're in America. I think it, the terminology is, you know, it's kind of hard to say. It's kind of, they're taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But honestly, it, it, it weaves a story with that. You know who this person is and where they start with the first lyric where it's a born in the wagon of the travel show. My mama used to dance and then Papa would do whatever he could do. And then at the end, it circles back. Mama used to dance with mommy. They throw and grandpa do whatever they do. And so now she's become the dancing. She's becoming the dancing girl because she now has to take care of her child, just like her mother did. And it's, it is a story in not that many words, but you can see exactly what this person is and who she's singing about. I love this era of Cher. Um, I think this is... I only live to the, t- the top of the of song t- uh, song uh, storytelling share that is my favorite, but I love this song because it just has such a very interesting sound. It's kind of boppy and sounds fun, but it's really kind of a dark su- subject. But it's well rounded. It's great. It is early in share solo career, and I am going to put my vote behind Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. One thing that occurred to me while we were making your argument is that I don't know about uh, other artists at that time, but I feel like she was one of the first bad girls, right? Like she did songs like this in Half Breed and even to just, I mean, in Dark Lady, she straight up kills a woman. Like, and, and I feel like other pop stars, especially women of the time, it was you had to be presentable. You had to be upstanding. You had to be that kind of perfect kind of uh, I mean, it was the 60s. So obviously things were changing. But like it was really kind of um, scandalous to a certain degree. Obviously, it was not around at that point. But I have to imagine that for, you know, average suburban America, this was probably pretty shocking as subject matter for songs. So that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that going in here. Bob, where are you voting on this one? It's it's a Sophie's choice right here for me. Um, it's two very difficult songs to pick between. I really like what you actually just said, Eric, to a point of, yes, I think You Haven't Seen The Last of Me is an incredible song. I stumped for it and said wonderful things about it in, in round one on the Patreon. Um, it's an incredible song that shows such vocal range, such talent, sings to the rafters, gives you everything you want in a share ballad, all of those things. But I really like what you said about Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. A, it's an iconic song for her. It's part of her her trilogy, as we talked about earlier in this round. But it is really something that um, was defying expectation and doing something special or different. Um, 
that I think that gives it a little bit of an edge that makes it a true like share song to to kind of give that fu sort of I'm going to do something that's different and what people wouldn't expect from me. So I'm going to stick with gypsies, tramps and thieves as I as I was going to already. But that's why. What's so interesting is they're both kind of like quintessential share songs in terms of the messages, but at two different points in her career, right? Like the first one is her coming out and being like, I'm not the cookie cutter. I'm not Gidget. I'm not like the cute little girl next door or even the goofy person that's on the Sunny and Cher show. I'm an artist and take me seriously as a storyteller. And then the other one is, you know, 60 years later, she's just like, you sons of bitches have tried to knock me out of this industry every goddamn time you get a chance and i am still here fuckers and like it's awesome and that really speaks to the breadth of what she's been able to do in her career which is i think part of why she's a gay icon like you can't get rid of her because she's too fucking good to get rid of and um i love that for her that being said i am still giving it to gypsy tramps and thieves even if i didn't it would advance because it's it's a tie and gypsies is a one seed and uh you haven't seen the last of me is is a four seed i think yes so we will be advancing uh gypsies champs and thieves i will s- one last thing on burlesque follow this you bitches exactly uh finally in round two one more unanimous victory this time is two seed dark lady lit the candles one by one and snuffed out three seed just like jesse james which i'm sure makes Cher happy because as we said before she hates that song so uh congratulations Cher, you win again uh and that is the end of round two we're gonna take a quick break as i have been saving up all of these tears and now my eyes are paralyzed we'll be right back Hey, Squirrel Friends! Curtis here from the Great Pop Culture Debate. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the podcast. But did you know, much like RuPaul's Drag Race, if you're not a Patreon supporter, honey, you're only getting half the story. Our patrons at the $5 level gain access to exclusive content for each episode, where the debaters go from the top 32 competitors down to the sweet 16. It's like a whole bonus episode for each topic. So if you love our content and want more of it, head to patreon.com backslash great pop culture debate and become a Patreon supporter today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we are back for round three of our best share song debate. Before we get into the Elite Eight, I want our panelists to share their social media so people can make sure that they haven't seen The Last of You. I'd also love for you to share some of the other projects that you're working on. I'm going to start with Bob. How can people find you and what are you working on? I'm working on this podcast with you. Mm. Duh. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Bob on most of the things, mostly on Mastodon, but also on Instagram. And then that, that crappy Bluebird app that I'm trying to rid myself of as quickly as I possibly can. Um, but yes, at Disnerdbob um, on those things. Fabulous, Johnny. Uh, I am Johnny Minogue on mostly everything, and uh, I surprisingly am still the fake Lauren Bobert on Truth Social, as long as that's going on. Um, I, co- <laughs> I currently uh, host uh, trivia at Club Cafe in Boston every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Join us there, clubcafe.com, and where the great pop culture debate is our trivia sponsor. So we put that up every single week, and I'm part 
part of now part of the Boston Gamers course, along with our producer, Curtis. Yay. Um, and yes, thank you, Club Cafe, for doing that. We are huge fans. Thank you so much. And special guest star, Aggie, how can people find you? And tell us about some of the amazing projects you're working on. Uh, currently, uh, you can find me on all the social medias at Aggie Dune, A-G-G-Y-Y, because that's how it's spelled, D-U-N-E, um, on all the various things from the from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram to TikTok. Um, the biggest project that we're working on right now is uh, myself, Darian Lake, Mrs. Kasha Davis, and Ambrosia Salad uh, is the mm. Drag Me to Brunch tour that we have going on that goes on. It is every week. It is all over. We're now doing casino tours, and it's a bunch of a bunch of gals out there on a Sunday with eggs and legs, hash browns, and hairspray. Uh, so come if you're looking for a booking, you can find us on uh, Instagram at ROC Drag to brunch fabulous and as someone who has seen these ladies perform many times you will not find a better show um they are consummate professionals a hell of a lot of fun um the eggs uh i can't speak to but i can speak to the talent and uh they are top tier performers so thank you guys for everything you do you're amazing um go see them now uh, with that being said, you can find me at Eric Resniak on Twitter and Instagram. That's E-R-I-C-R-E-Z as in zebra, S as in snake, N as in Nancy, Y-A-K. Or just message at Great Pop Culture Debate on Instagram or at GPCD on Mastodon. We are still on Twitter. We are aggressively trying to move off of it. Um, and over there we are at Culture underscore Debate, which I've never liked. And so I'm glad that we will be killing it. Um, now let's move into round three so I can preach a little gospel and sell another bottle of Dr. Good. Uh, we're just going to go around the horn on these Elite Eight matchups. First, it is one seed if I could turn back time versus three seed we all sleep alone. I'm going to go for votes here. Aggie, where are you? What are what are our choices? These are just so hard. You're down to all my They're favorites. They're so hard. It's, it's my favorites. I know. And- it's if I... Nothing but favorites here. Do it. Tell if me. I could turn back time or we all sleep alone. Do <gasps> Turn back time. Turn back time Turn because back time. I have like the I have an exact replica of that costume and, and it makes me so much money. Um that is the go to. Yeah. It is it is the well here she is. I will bring her down for those of you not watching at home because you can't. Here she is right now. Um turn back time. It is it, she will live on forever for everyone, not just because of the song, the title of the song, every time we have daylight savings. Everyone gets reintroduced to share. Even if you forgot about her for 10 seconds, she's back again. Turn Back Time it is the perfect song. It was the song that got her kicked off of MTV or pushed to the late, late, late night because it was just way too controversial. Um, that uh, They now don't let anybody film any videos on any um, of our naval ships any longer. I said, good for her. She's made her mark in the world. That's all she needs. Turn Back Time, 100%. Not an easy decision, but I look good in the outfit, so I'm going to go with that one. I love it. And I have to say, so for those who don't know what we're talking about, the video for Turn Back Time, Cher, leather, uh, fishnet outfit with, uh, there's there's tattoos on her ass. Am I correct? There are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was basically yeah, just yeah. two stripes down the front of her that met at the crotch and just up the back. And that was it. It was basically two pieces of duct tape. Yeah, like the Borat Mankini. And I realize, even as I'm saying this, that if you don't know their Turn Back Time video, you're not going to know the Borat Mankini reference either, <laughs> whatever. But she's there with a bunch of sailors on a fucking battleship. She's straddling a giant cannon. And if you say to yourself, what could be gayer than Cher straddling a cannon? I say to you, it's already a ship, a ship full of seamen. It's gay enough. And so, like, what a winner, right? It's an incredible video. It, it is not like reimagining anything it's no like artistic achievement it's just fucking great and she is serving in that video she is just full on see you next tuesday in the best possible way we live bob what are what are you how are you voting here well i was today years old to find out that mtv plays music videos wait what (laughs) just kidding just kidding um so um i'm going to give it to um turn back time but i just want to say that we all sleep alone if it if it doesn't go forward like we've done a really good job with that song and we've paid really good tribute to it and it goes off into the night pretty pretty well so but turn back time 
It does. We we took it out to Red Lobster and we fucked it real good. Uh, Johnny Minogue, where are you floating on this one? I'm I'm going back to the same place that ended World War II and vote for If I Could Turn Back Time because the USS Missouri, where the only two had not one but two huge uh, items that happened there, events ending World War II and share shaking her ass, exactly, I, which is basically the same thing. Legends supporting legends. That's what I have to say. And I'm going to sweep it for turn back time. Next up, it's half breed a one seed versus strong enough a two seed. This is hard. I'm going to go reverse order this time. Johnny, where are you voting? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with strong enough. I think that I just enjoy the retro disco share in that song. It, it was part of that re- revolution and the revivement of Cher's uh career at that point. I think that um you know, I don't think either one of these songs are bad, so it's really not it's it's not picking one good and one bad song. I'm just picking strong enough. I think it's a, it still is a song that could have lived in 1999, 1979, 2019, 2039. It can keep going on and on. It is eternal. It is still a great dance song. If I hear it, I'm ready to dance. So I'm going to go with, I'm just going to give strong enough a little bit of love. Dan it. Dan. All right, Bob, where are you on this one? I'm also going to give strong enough a little bit of love on that. I think, you know, it's, um, which which of the trilogy is it up against again? Uh, half breed, half breed, right? Like so, I, you know, we have half breed, we have dark lady, we have gypsies, tramps, and thieves, all part of that era. I think, you know, this that's not the one of those three that I would necessarily put put through over the others. Um, and so I think strong enough deserves a little bit of a chance to to continue on, and it, it does have that kind of retro seventies disco vibe to it. And you know, I think that's that's what I'm voting for. Eggy. Strong enough. I'm going to sweep the category. Yeah, I, um, I, I think that we rode that horse of half breed as far as it's going to go. And, and I think that there's, it's got more legs on, on, uh, strong enough. And it is, it's just fun. It's just a fun song. It's, and to, as Bob spoke earlier, when she sang that in, uh, Toronto on Halloween, it the, the the costumes for it were spectacular. Um, so all of it mm. was it's it's strong enough. Oh, I love that song. And yeah, I'm going to make it a, a unanimous here. And if you're feeling unhappy about Half Breed going out in round three, one of the Holy Trilogy is still going to make it because it, it's two of them up against each other in the final matchup of this round. And if I can't have actual disco share in this bracket, I want to have new disco share in this bracket. I think mm-hmm. it's um, it gives us a different element in the final four. So we will be making it unanimous for strong enough. Next up, it's Believe a One Seed versus Welcome to Burlesque a Six Seed. I'm going to start smacking the middle. Bob, where are you on this one? Believe. Move move to the next. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aggie, where are you on this one? I have to defer to believe it's uh it, she it's, it, that is the powerhouse be all end all. So believe, Johnny Minogue. I'm 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 gonna go to believe. I want to just give a shout out to my drag mother. I, I talked about it in the uh, Patreon event, but I know she's not gonna pay for behind the pink pussy play wall. So I have to I, I have to say. Miss Bubbles, Miss Busty, you know, burlesque was there. I'm, it will always be for you. That will be burlesque, but I gotta, we gotta push belief forward. So sorry. We gotta push belief forward. It is, it is pepperoni arguing, uh, but it's, it's, it, it makes sense. So, uh, next and finally in round through, round through, round three, it's one seed gypsies, tramps, and thieves versus two seed dark lady. I think the hardest one in this round. Again, two parts, you know, it's the father, the son, the holy ghost. I don't know which one of those these two songs are, but in, you know, share iconography. Ooh, it's up there. Um, I'm going to start again with Aggie. Where are you coming down here? Oh, my God. This is like truly I now understand Sophie's choice. This is just. Oh, I'm going to I think I have to go with Dark Lady. Dark Lady, it just tells such a great story. And it is, like you had said earlier, it's she, it is not a song that a lot of other singers would have gravitated to, to the, that she said, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to kill someone. Um, Dark Lady, 
And plus, I just love when you play that in any gay bar at any time. If it's piano time, whatever, Dark Lady plays Black Magic till the clock strikes on the 12. Everyone just claps. So it's, you know, it's got a little, it's got its own little thing. Dark Lady. Exactly. It's really the only time as a gay man I've enjoyed getting the clap. Um, Bob, where are you? There's no wrong answer here. Um, It's a really tough decision. I love both of these. I think they are on an equal playing field and all things being equal with regards to that. I think Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves is the one that breaks through a little bit more with a broader audience that most people identify and know more of a knee-jerk reaction of name me a, name me an old share song. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, I think is the one that comes to mind more often. Um, when I was waiting outside the, I think, Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York to get into the concert, and there was this bus sitting out there. These stupid drunk bitches came up and thought that that she was actually on that bus and that she was going to get off of it. I'm like, that is a crew bus. That Cher is not on that bus. But they just kept standing outside there, jumping up and down. Come on, gypsies, thieves, and tramps. Gypsies, thieves, and tramps. So anyway, that story doesn't help at all, but I'm just saying it anyway. (laughs) That's okay. So are you sticking with Dark Lady or gypsies? Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. (sighs) Okay. Johnny, did we get your vote yet? That's yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah. Um, I'm also giving it to Dark Lady here. Uh, it is a two seed. Gypsies, Trance, and Thieves is a one is a one seed. So that is kind of a little bit of an upset. But in terms of which song would I listen to more, if you put the gun to my head, it's Dark Lady. It's got that sensuousness to it. Uh, there is, there's a great story in Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, too. Johnny did a great job explaining how it's actually like a story of intergenerational poverty. Like, it's, it's actually really <laughs> deep. And Dark Lady is just, here's a woman who finds out that her boyfriend's been cheating on her, and um, the, which, frankly, let's just say that fortune teller is, is really bad at business, <laughs> because there was a way to handle that, and she doesn't. And she, um, and, she te- and she tells fortunes with an actual bicycle deck of cards. It's like, it's not even real tarot cards. It's like, that <laughs> cheap bitch couldn't even buy tarot cards she turned up a one-eyed jack she got what was one eyed jack i saw (laughs) so red but my call it still says it's so stupid i love it so good it is amazing so with that we are going to advance dark lady to round three and we have our final four folks we're going to take a quick break to catch that bitch fortune teller who's been jeeping with my man and we will be right back after these messages guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and we are back with the final four of our best share song debate at this point in the show i always like to take a step back and take a look at our final four uh so we have a one seed if i could turn back time versus two seed and strong enough a one seed in believe versus a two seed in dark lady so it's actually kind of rare that it works out that way i'll be honest with you usually we get a couple of lower seeds sneaking in there is this the top four i expected i don't know but i love that we actually have four great shares share time periods here we have like late 80s early 90s share we have like it's both disco and new disco share we have late 90s vocoder revolution share and we have og dark lady share like that's awesome we have a great span of her career i couldn't be more pleased we're gonna jump right into these debates around the horn it is if i could turn back time versus strong enough aggie dune Make your oh choice. my god i'm puckered at both ends right now this is just <sighs> um i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna i have to go i ha- I, I love them but uh, turn back time there's just it is it is that moment it is it is who she is it is the quintessential share song so turn back time 
Oh my god, I gotta go throw up. I know it's hard. It's hard. Um, Bob, where are you on this one? The, it's turn back time. Iconic. It is. It is uh, a game visual spectacle. The video. <laughs> it, it, it is the the, the the faggotry of it all. Johnny, where are you? Locked and loaded. Turn back time. Yeah, and listen, I love Strong Enough. I've I've loved Strong Enough since I first heard it. I like to sing along at my own Weird Al version of it, calling it Stroganoff. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've got to give it to If I Could Turn Back Time. It's just too iconic and important to share not uh so next we have one seed believe versus two seed dark lady i'm gonna go backwards johnny where are you on this one uh, i'm going i'm going with believe i think th- this song has it makes the circle of getting every single type of share fan together whether or not you knew her in the 60s 70s 80s 90s and it's still Today, the youngins still know this. They still know who Cher is because Believe has never not played, especially with the gays. It's never not played at clubs for the last 20 years. And I think that no matter what, every time I've seen Cher, every single person from the little Twinkies to the old grannies dance and sing to this song more than anything else that it it is the coalesces the entire Cher fan base in one song. So I'm going with Believe. It's a good argument. Bob, where are you on this one? I'm with Believe, um, and if I need to say some things, we'll come back to me. Okay, fair enough. Aggie? I have to blow out the candle of of the dark late. It's, it's, it's Believe. It's definitely oh. Believe. Um, it, 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 that was the... The song that just reintroduced her, it, it still plays today. You can't, can't go to a wedding without hearing that one, so it's got to be Believe. Um, if we're asking which of the two songs do I like better, I'm giving it to Dark Lady. If we're talking about which is the better share song and encapsulating of her career, I give it to Believe, even though I still personally, it doesn't resonate with me. But that being said, if it's playing at T-Dance down at the, what is it in P-Town? What's the, the boat slip? The boat slip. And it comes on and I'm sitting there in my caftan, drinking my planner's punch, doing my arrhythmic shuffle because I can't dance. I'm going to dance to it. I'm going to do it. It's just going to happen. It's infectious, um, which gives us a final two of if I could turn back time, a one seed and believe a one seed. It is it's the two towers. It's we were always coming here after all the stops and starts. We were always coming back to these two hearts. Let's be honest. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh my God. I know. You had to know it was coming there. I thought that I'm was buried start... in the Patreon episode. No, no. We're coming after all. We're coming back to it. Um Bob, I'm going for you. What's your vote? I Wow. Mm. This is when you think about when you think about what's going to be in the obituary for Cher, singer of these two songs. Right. Um, This is a final two, the two towers, as you mentioned. I'm going to at this point, give it to believe as we go around. Okay, interesting. Johnny, where are you? I had this in my bracket. I had this going up with save, save up all your tears. So. Since that's not there, I mean, it's, I mean, again, you, you talk about Sophie's Choice. This is for me the Sophie's Choice, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Believe Again. I, I think that that is the share song of share songs. Aggie, where are you? You can't choose. It's impossible. They're just, it's just, I'm sorry. It is like RuPaul's All-Stars. Y'all get a crown. Um, there, there's... <laughs> This is not Monet and Trinity. (laughs) Can it be? Can it be just this one time? (laughs) How, how, how? Oh, God. Um, I I actually perform Turn Back Time more than I perform Believe. Believe, 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 believe. Yeah, I'm going to add this piece of information into the conversation. Turn back time is the ultimate number one seed. It is. It got more votes than believe. Um, I hear all of the arguments and I don't think any of them are wrong. Like it's all completely valid. Right. But if we're talking about like 
she had to come back with believe and it was it was very late in her life after a point where most female pop stars would have been put out to pasture right and the fact that she did make a comeback and it was a huge comeback at that time is incredible but she'd already made a comeback 20 years before or i guess 10 years before i guess it would be Mm -hmm. at that point with turn back time which was a feat in and of itself and at that point like she was coming after an oscar win like she was doing stuff that no other female artist at that time was doing and i just she was a sex symbol in her mid-40s that alone was a controversial right i just don't know if i buy the argument that like we have to give it to believe because that's what re-energized her when Turn Back Time did the same thing a decade ahead ago. And of the two songs, which one's better? It's Turn Back Time without even a question. Like, Believe stays exactly where it is, and it goes nowhere. It's all right there in a very narrow band. If I Could Turn Back Time puts you on a journey, baby. And if we want to talk about the meme ability, yeah, there's some memes around uh, Believe. But, like, as you pointed out, I think, Aggie, like, every fucking year we come back to... It's the song that brings us back to share every year. So I'm sticking with Turn Back Time. If you guys want to push forward Believe, that's completely fine. But, it, uh, Johnny, are you changing? No, because also they're, no. Not, they're, they're getting rid of uh, Daylight Savings, too, so... I, that's, that's true. I believe I believe that. So, <laughs> so you believe in life after daylight saving? I believe time. in that's life after daylight saving. Hey, it's not it's not just a religion; it's a time. All right, Bob. I, I think you know. With believe, it was praised at its time by critics as well. Is you know, I obviously it's using some of the you know the vocoder and the and the auto tune. It, it was it's really the song that brought auto tune into the forefront, and you know. It has a memorable chorus, it's beats, all of that stuff. It is the song that she ends her concerts with, not Turn Back Time. Um, She recognizes that that is something for the crowd. That is something that's going to be, um, you know, something that's recognized by everybody. It was a huge commercial success. It was on the Hot 100. It was her first number one. And, and Bob, I would also add, she, she doesn't write a lot of her songs. She writes almost few, very little. And she in, she actually added lyrics to Believe because the initial song was, they liked the chorus, but the verses were kind of eh. And she added the second verse. And that really was something that's like the part that's like, I had time to think it through and maybe I'm too good for you. She wrote that even though she didn't get credit for it. She was the one who put that forward as some of the things to make it the song that it is. So most of the other songs, she didn't have that same type of lyrical buy-in. When you think about when you haven't seen the last of me, believe is one of those biggest hits of hers. It remains like one of the most iconic and beloved songs and it helped really cement her in pop music as a legend in the end, demonstrating her ability to adapt, change musically, remain relevant, relevant across decades, across age levels, everything from beginning to end. It, it's tough to find an age level that isn't going, I guess there's probably tough to find an age level that doesn't love both of these songs. So I'll, I will give it that, but it's something that introduced, it continued to bring her back um, again, after all the starts and stops, she came back and here she is with believe, believe here it or not. I, I believe it. Aggie, have you been swayed? Are you sticking? Are you staying with believe? I'm changing my vote. I am going with turn back time. Uh, uh, I, I, it was just one of those. That it's sort of like you, you just drove away. You just broke up with somebody and you're driving away going, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? I'm turning the car around. I'm going back. It is turn back time that is the song that is truly encapsulates who she is it is the the big f you it is just it's the outfit it's the the whole total package yes i i love where believe took her career and that it was a global phenomenon um vocally i think it's just turn back time is just a better song it's just overall it is a better song the visuals are better it is I'm sticking with Turn Back Time. It's the one. That, it's the song that makes me the most money when I perform as her. I cannot go back on the bite the hand that feeds me. Turn back time. 
So, uh, Bob and what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now, Eric? Because you know you can't let a tie be in the final two. You can't just go with the seeds as per your rules. So, what are we going to (laughs) do? So, let me tell you what we're going to do. Because you and Johnny are are intractable, right? You're not going to change your opinions on this, correct? Not as of this moment, no. And I don't have a better argument, but on very rare occasions on the great pop culture debate, we have allowed a tie (gasps) for the end. I can think best Muppet ended in a tie with Miss Piggy and Kermit. And I think there's maybe one other episode that we allowed a tie. We are talking about a 60 year span of music. And we are talking about two songs that are, I think, equally definitive for this artist. Mm -hmm. Right. At two different ends of her career. And actually, that's not even accurate, right? Because she's still continuing to go. Yeah. She had hits in two decades after Believe. And this song um, is going to so, be 24 years old. So it's, it's still... I didn't need to hear that. Thank you. That was a hate crime. Girl, I'm older than you, so it's all good. I just turned to dust. Exactly. But... Cher's not dust and she keeps going and like maybe if we recorded this episode five years from now this might be a three-way tie for the end because she's gonna have another hit in like the next decade and we're like well she's never gonna stop maybe she's a cyborg I don't know her (laughs) life but I think in this particular case I'm okay with having a tie what do we think I'm good with it I'm good with it I love it I love it. Aggie, it's, it's, it's the only way that we can all go to bed and sleep tonight. Yes, a tie. Except we all sleep That's alone. That's true. That's the other part of it. Yes. <laughs> I do. All right. So <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And flamboyant gentlemen, our pick for the best chair song is a tie because we cannot make a decision. It is believe and if I could turn back time. Do you agree? Do you think that we should take back these words which hurt you? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel by leaving a comment on this episode at greatpopculturedebate.com or find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Mastodon. While you're there, make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast so you can hear about what new debates are coming soon, vote in open polls, and even decide which topics we tackle next. If you really enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to like and rate the episode of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen on. I want to say thank you to my panel. You make me believe in life after love. And a very special thank you to Aggie for joining us. We really are so honored to have you here. And thank you for listening. If you loved what you heard, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where you get even more exclusive content and you get episodes a whole day early. We hope you have a good one. And remember, everyone is entitled to their wrong opinion. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.